The interracial drama of First Nations still runs deep. Imagine a knock on your door. You open it and it's and you are met by a strange a stranger accompanied by a police officer. These people are speaking a different language so you don't understand what they are saying. Eventually you come to this real realization that they have come for your children. There is some time to give to give to pack clothes and say goodbye. Any resistance is met with the threat of arrest of arrest by by the police. You are not sure where your children are going or if you will ever see them again. You're wondering what they what you did wrong. You have no idea what is happening. You as you are helplessly watch as you helplessly watch this nightmare unfold before your eyes. How does an event like this affect the ch- the child, the parent, the community? This sounds like something that happened long ago, somewhere far away. But this it, this was the reality only half a century ago with residential school education project across Canada and the 60s scoop. The scooping up of First Nations children by the plane loaded for adoption under the guise of protection. Unbeknownst to the family of the community across North America and Europe. Can communities simply learn to move on or will these two remarkable events in Canadian history reverberate through future generations? And for how long? Many years after the last residential school closed its doors and most First Nations children taken from their homes were welfare removal were reunited were returned. These events continued to have an impact on individual families and communities. Integrational trauma and transgenerational trauma is what happens when untreated trauma related stress experienced by survivors is passed on to the second and subsequent generations of the trauma infected by residential schools in the 60s scoop was significant in the scoop of the damage these events want wouldn't be truly understood until years later. Integracial trauma is usually seen within one family in which the parent or grandparent were traumatized and by each generation of family continues to experience trauma in some form. In these cases, the source usually can usually be tracked back to a devastating event and the trauma is unique to the family. What makes interracial trauma in the case of First Nation people different is that it wasn't the result of targeted of a targeted event against an individual. It was set of it was a set of the government policies that targeted and affected a whole generation. Children were traumatized and when they were taken away from when they were taken from their parents and placed into into either government funded church controlled residential learning institutions 
or the foster home. Many children suffered horrific abuse while in these homes and institutions. And parents and communities were traumatized when their children were taken away from their from them with little to no idea of if or when they would return. Direct survivors of these experiences often transmit the trauma they've experienced to later generations when they don't recognize or have the opportunity to address their issues. Over the course of time, these behaviors often destructive become normalized with the family and their communities, leading to the next generation suffering the same problem. Many self-destructive behaviors can result from unsolved trauma, depression, anxiety, family violence, suicidal and homicidal thoughts and addiction are some of the behaviors our mental health therapists see when working with clients who've experienced direct or integral trauma. In most cases, the self-destructive behavior exists because the client is having a difficult time dealing with the pain of remembering the past or trying to survive an abusive situation now. Taking, talking with mental health therapists can help break the cycle of trauma. Family therapy may also be required to prevent behavior continuing among the younger generation. The goal of the therapeutic relationships are the acknowledged and negative behavior help the individual and their family make the connection between the behavior and the historical trauma introduced healthy and alternative and coping mechanisms and provide support and feedback in the individual family as they carry on with their lives people reaching out for help may seek the support of a traditional healer to assist them on their healing journey traditional healing along with Conversational therapeutic methods have been effective tools in addressing integrational trauma. We must always be mindful to put the individual at the center of, he- of the healing plan. plan. Critical not just in working with trauma survivors, but in the development of any patient plan that is going to yield the best outcome. We need to recognize the patient knows themselves better than anyone. The service should work together to consider their holistic, holistic needs.